Did it hurt? Yeah. Then it's good. Welcome to episode 175 of Frenzy Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Blake. Hello, Nick. And Paul. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, how you doing? Good. You yeah, pretty good. We just had a real talk about the fallout from the last oh. episode where- uh, Don't microwave your yogurt. <laughs> just don't. I think if you wouldn't have, put have it- Have you in, tried it? No, because I'm not a crazy person. If, you, if you're not going to put it in the oven, you shouldn't put it in the microwave. Yeah, but- I- Without trying it, you can't be a hundred percent certain on this. So here's here's I a, stand by what I said. Here's something, and this is also going to disgust you. Uh, last last year, uh, there was this meme going around the internet of um, Pepsi and milk. <laughs> you remember this? And, I didn't see it. But, and uh, oh you look God. at it and go, "That looks like the most disgusting thing I've ever seen." And people online were saying, "Actually, it's really good. You should try it." And then I was like, "All right, me and some some work friends we were like, all right, let's try this." You're describing a, a Coke float. But like a one that is melted. Yes, and here's and and this is the thing. It's um, it, it, the the meme was just using regular Pepsi, but we were like, hey, let someone just grabbed a Coke. Didn't realize it was like vanilla Coke. Oh, that and, would make it. And they they, they, yeah. they used that, <laughs> then milk, and we were like, holy crap, this is like the most delicious. It was like a Coke float. It, it yeah. tasted exactly like a Coke float. It was delicious. So who, who would have thought milk, that melted ice cream and m- milk? <laughs> And vanilla like, coke how does it not combined. Curdle? Exactly. That's what I thought. I thought it was going to curdle instantly, but it yeah. didn't. It just turned into. It looks exactly like a melted coke float. Yeah. You know. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. And everyone, every like people were seeing us drinking this, and then were like, "What the hell are you doing?" And then we were like, "Let's here try this." Okay. And they were like, "This is going to be disgusting." Every single person tasted it and was like, "That is in, that is sure, incredible." Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> and then if you said, "Now let's put it in the microwave," they would have said, "You are monsters." <laughs> They would say, well, you were right this far. <laughs> no, they would have said, there is a line and you're about to cross it. <laughs> I mean, I did make you both watch a video about uh, hot coke, so. Awful. Awful. Mm. Okay. Um, you guys been playing stuff? Uh, I have. I have okay. been playing stuff. Good. Uh, um, Don't tell us anything more. It's, it's <laughs> well, I mean, we've all... It sounds like a secret. <laughs> <Yeah>. we've... <laughs> I have. I'm not going to say anything. To be perfectly honest, you seemed a little ashamed. It's because like, <laughs> it's, like yeah. it's going to be a fully released game, isn't it? It's... No, I don't think it is. We, well, it's Blake we're talking to, and I also I think I know at least one of the games. No, no, no. Like. Okay, so f- first of all, we, we have been playing Power World. Yeah. But I want to talk about that just yet. Okay. Um, I, I want to talk about there's a couple of games I was playing uh, on uh, during the, the holiday break. Okay. And uh, the first one I want to talk about is a game called Fabled Lands. Okay. Which I, 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 Hang on. I'm picturing early access. No? No. I'm picturing a city management. Oh. No. Okay, Blake. Oh, no, neither okay? of those things. Are you feeling okay? I, I'm feeling fantastic. Okay, go on. Because <laughs> Fabled Lands is a, um, a video game recreation of a game book series I used to play when I was a little kid. Okay. Uh, yeah. Before I had a, video, a, a PC I, or console. Did you post about this on Facebook? I did. I loved it so much. I posted about it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing that I really like about this is that um, I, I've played a few of these other like uh, video game recreations of like uh, game books. Mm-hmm. And they usually just 
they usually just digitalize the game book, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's you, it's the exact thing where you're virtually reading through and you're making choices like that. And the the, the video gameness of it, there's it basically isn't. It's just yeah. it's just a digital book, <laughs> you know. Uh, so you, this, what you're describing is an ebook. It's an ebook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that's a lot of these other. Um, like game books that I've played, like fight the there's a fighting fantasy, fighting fantasy. Sure. Like there's a there's a company called Tin Man Game mm-hmm. Games that uh, has been recreating these books for sure. quite a few years, and sure. they they're cool. But um, Fabled Lands, they really, I think they really uh, thought about what video game elements would actually make the experience better. Yeah. Um. So they have a classic RPG like inventory system. Okay. Which straight away, like, makes it better. When you say classic RPG, like, like, is it you can only fit so much in a bag? Well, there is there is that you can only fit so much in a bag. Is, you, it, is it a weight thing or is it like a space? No, thing? it's a space thing. Okay, cool. Um, like it's it's basically the same as like uh, our game yeah. or or Diablo. Uh, each item takes up a square on a grid. And mm-hmm. That's your inventory. Uh, you've got like your character, you know, silhouette with its like sockets that you are putting armor and weapons into yeah there's there's uh there's a there's a hierarchy of like quality of weapons you know like green weapons are better than white like yep. there's blue weapons there's purple weapons there's like orange epic weapons yep it's got all that kind of stuff um so that alone already makes it like like better than than just a than most books yeah than most books yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, game system is better than a book. Yeah, yep. Um, and then they've and then they've like created, uh, like they've got a world map that you are moving your character around on. Mm-hmm. And in the in the book itself, where you would just pick like uh, you know turn to page whatever to go east, turn to whatever to, to go west. Yeah, those are just like locations on the map to click yep. on. You know, yep, and yep, you yep, see yep, your yep. little character like. Move across. over there, yeah, and it, yeah. it'd be like he kind of like slides over there as if it's like, you know, like a, a, a chess piece on a chess. Yeah, board yeah, yeah. Sure. And, and then, and and then, the main uh, the the main action in the game is still very much uh, ebook, like so dice it, rolling. Yeah, or, yeah. So yeah. an e an ebook basically pops up. You read what's going on. Yep. You make your decisions there. Dice rolls have like a. Um, uh, Oh, actually, I can't remember how dice rolls work. Uh, well, dice are, are you, uh, 3D objects with a few sides on them. I yeah, but I, I can't. <laughs> I actually, a number or I actually honestly can't remember if like <laughs> if um like a like a like a three D representation of dice right, pops okay. up or not, or if it's just numbers I, that show. Yeah, up. Yeah, if it's just numbers that show up. But there there is definitely like dice rolling happening, and you know your stats affect it and stuff like that. And there's leveling up and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And you have this giant world to explore um and you basically start out you can just go anywhere cool. and i really like that kind of thing there's no story yeah um well wait they, there's no it's a isn't it based on a book yeah i know weird eh? <laughs> weird boy there's, what there's, a disappointing book to buy there's no like there's no like main quest <laughs> right, you know there's okay. no like you it, are it's the really savior open world. yeah it's, it's really open world you, you start off on a little tutorial island yeah and then from there you basically like leave and go anywhere that you want so um i'll tell you my experience with like game books Mm. is uh limited to the one that ggg put out oh yeah lord's labyrinth yeah yeah um and i helped like read it or edit it 
years ago. Mm. Um, and uh, there is a pretty definite story and an ending, mm. right? Like you either clear the labyrinth, mm. point, like the, you know, there's the story element. It, it, there's a, there's a pretty defined ending. Yeah. Does that have a? Does the game you're currently playing have a defined ending? I don't think it does. I uh, interesting. So that sounds exactly like the kind of game Blake would play. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and this, this is, now now it's starting to make sense. This is this is what captivated me. What's the one condition? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And also, I don't care. <laughs> I turned it off. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like I'd won. So, um, but that's what captivated me. Even when I was a child, was that uh, this game was truly like make your own way yeah. kind of thing. And yeah. there are like storylines. Yeah, you know that you can fo- that you follow. There's sure. quest lines and storylines, and there's each, you know, each area, each kind of uh, region has yep. their own internal story of what's going on there and yep. that you can become part of. Yeah. So there's that sort of thing. But there's no, like, overarching, oh, you have to that defeat the like villain a... at the very end and, and then that's a game over. Doesn't that feel weird, though? Um, I don't know. This whole thing sounds fantastic to me. <laughs> I mean, look, the, I, I, I get the appeal to a degree. I know what you're saying because uh, I do... I, I, I am coming around on uh, having, having, an end, having a win condition. Here's the thing. You, you do a region, you do the quest yeah. line, you go to the next region, you do their quest line. At some point, you've done all of the region quest lines. Yeah. And then what? Exactly. Yeah, it's like, it. great. And now you're on a boat in the middle of the ocean and everyone's happy. Yeah. Um, what, do, what do you do now? Um, so, uh, yes. I, I, uh, I do kind I do. A, like, we've had conversations during the week about like win conditions and stuff. Mm. And uh, I have started to come around on this idea that yes, you do need something to act as an overall goal, just something that directs you. Yeah, right. Something to work towards. I mean, okay, Zelda. Yeah, perfect example. Mm. Main main thing: kill Ganon. Yeah. Then you can do you can basically do anything you want. Yes. But there's always the kill Ganon. Yes. You know, you basically need something like that. Yes. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, that is, has basically always been my point. Is yeah. you, need, you need a point at which, to, for, a re- to, for a truly satisfying experience, you need an, a, a point at which the story, mm. the game tells you, you can go now. Yeah. Right? And a lot of the games I've, that you've criticized me on where, like, I'm playing Civ and I have no <laughs> win conditions, I've set my own win condition, you know? Uh-huh. Like, I've set my own win condition that I want to, like, conquer everything. Sure. You know? And then when I achieve that, that's it. Sure. E- whether or not the game tells me I've won. Yeah. You know? But you you know that like there is a in Civ there is a win condition which is conquer everything. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> so it, the game could you could also, have the exact same experience, and <laughs> the game would tell you. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to make sure that you know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The only game, so I the only game I've ever played where uh, I have actually like won the game like that was. Um, uh, Warhammer Total War, mm-hmm. where I, I conquered the world and then it came up and said, congrats, you won. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> and, and was it good? Yeah. Did, did that feel like a satisfying yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you think back to that and you think back to the time playing Civ, do you think, oh, I wish Civ had done that? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Look, That's interesting. You, you, Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Not to rub it in, like, no, Not to really drive the point <laughs> Here's what. Here's what I think I really want is a loose goal, like the Kill Ganon. You can do that yes. at any time. But it's not like it's not on a timer. You're not like, uh, I don't know. You're not like directed to 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 charge for this goal. Yeah. You know because you're worried about not being able to do it in time or yeah. or whatever. You know. 
that's what I didn't like. There's there's certain Civ things where um you can see uh, certain X four uh, X games where uh, even if you haven't discovered the um other nations, you see your ranking in the world. Yes, and that annoys me like yeah. crazy because it makes me feel like oh I need to do something. Yeah, I'm falling behind. I don't yeah. even know who I'm falling. Behind. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think we even talked about this and in, in Civ there were like. Because there's different win conditions, you know, like there's a religious or the tech or whatever. Of course. It tells you which ones you're falling behind in. Yeah. And it just makes me feel like, oh, I have to like force myself to focus on the That should be disabled by default in my mm. opinion. Yeah, yeah I, I've never liked uh, that sort of thing, which is why I got rid of all the win conditions. So so um, the, the thing you're talking about with or the style of gameplay you like is something I, I read re- about recently. It's called like lemon-shaped game design <laughs> well, it's, it's but if you think about the shape of a lemon yeah it's narrow on two points yeah and then wide in the middle oh right yes and so it starts yeah, off okay. very narrow yeah, teaches yeah. you the basics of the game teaches you how to use the game gives you all the tools you need then it gets really wide mm. and then at, there's a narrow point which is the end of the game yeah and the idea is a player can do the wide part as much as they want mm. and then they can go to the narrow part they can they can yeah end the game when they feel yeah, they are ready. yeah um and People uh, really liked that in uh, Breath of the Wild. Mm. And then they uh, de-emphasized that a little bit for Tears of the Kingdom. And some people didn't like that mm. much. And I found that very interesting. But it sounds like exactly the kind of experience you're describing, which is I want to go and I want to learn a game. I mm. want to have the experience that I want to have for as long as I want to have it. And then I want an ending. Yeah, And that's the tricky part is making that ending come about in a natural way. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think Breath of the Wild and it was so successful on that front. Mm. Although there is criticism to be aimed that the difficulty of that ending is proportional or reversely proportional to the amount of time you spent mm. in the meat of the lemon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I had I had that experience. That you do all of the things, you've done all the shrines, you've done all mm. the dungeons, you've got all the coolest weapons, and then Ganon is a piece of cake. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, and. So maybe there's some work to be done in that on that front in the terms of the structure of mm. that that pointy end. Mm. Um, but I think that you're not alone in in the way that you like games. Yeah. Yeah. But you do need an end. Yeah. It can't just be half a lemon. <laughs> That's not a thing. I don't know. I was just thinking about how the the intro to that last one is me saying I don't like finishing games, and yeah. I'm like, I you can cut the top of- off that lemon. Um, <laughs> It, okay. it always feels like how, well, then, then you're getting into the question of like, how satisfied are you with this lemon? You know, like <laughs> maybe half a lemon is all you really want. Yeah. You know, but you, you have, just, you can, you can leave a game at any time. Yeah. Right? yeah. But, but I think that there's a big difference between having a game that you decide not to finish and having a game that doesn't have an ending. Mm. Yeah, probably. Like if you are, if you're, uh, Paul, let's talk about what you've been playing real quick. What have you been playing? <laughs> yeah, I've been playing Tiny Rogues. Tiny Rogues. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about that. Uh, it's a top-down bullet hell roguelike. Okay. Um, feels very hev- uh, very inspired by PoE with yeah. some of its items. Cool. Um, and yeah, you just it's got like 10 floors you go down, going through rooms, bosses get harder. As you kill bosses, you get um, experience that counts towards unlocking things for your next runs. Yep. Um, roguelite, not roguelite. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, there's a boatload of characters. Yep. I, every, it feels like every time I do a run, I unlock some new characters. Uh-huh. 
there is just crazy diversity in terms of what you can do skill wise. Okay. Um, is that where some of that POE stuff comes in yeah. where it's like you can, you have a skill, but you can build it out in five different ways or whatever. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of stats that interact together mm. or, this, um, this actually sounds really fun. It's really good. Um, now, I, I started playing it in the first, uh, game I played. I didn't really get it, but, uh, a friend from work had been playing it and do you wanna, was raving do you wanna name about and shame? it. Demo. Demo. Okay. Demo. Yeah, he's a designer. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but he'd been raving about it. And yeah, so I went back and it's just once you start building on those mechanics mm. uh, throughout the runs, you end up doing cool things and finding cool interactions. And there's just so many items. It's right. Like absurd. Now, let's say. Instead of 10 floors, there is infinite floors. And yeah. you just stop when you want. Yeah. Is that the same game? Or is it a better game to you? I still play it. I don't know. But the thing is, you're going to die eventually, right? Sure. But now you no longer have a goal to reach. The goal would be to get as deep as you can get, right? If it's got infinite floors. Yeah, but if it just gets harder. Every floor is harder. There's no, there's no point at which the game says, congratulations, you did it. I would still play. I, I, to me, that's... It's the same it game to you? It feels like the same game, yeah. I find that interesting. Because I think... Okay, let me, let me throw a different scenario at you. Yeah. There's a version of the game where it's 10 floors, and then after you beat the 10th floor, it can go endless. Yeah. But, the, but when you beat the 10th floor, it's like, congratulations, you did it. You can keep going. Yeah. But then most people are going to be like, the game starts when you hit endless, right? But that's, but I think it's a very different uh, psychological experience, right? Where it's like, now you've hit the threshold to go to see how far you can go. As opposed to, like, at but least you, you have a benchmark for, for your skill level. And the, skill, the benchmark is you, you won. Yeah. Whereas without that benchmark, it is... I don't know if you're doing well. You just go as far as you can. Shrug. But in both of those games, yeah. whether it tells you you won or not, your goal was originally to go as far as you could go. It's just that at one point it was like, hey, you did it. But really you didn't. You were still intending to go as far as you could go. Yeah. I think, I think, th I guess if you frame it one way, if you have a leaderboard, yeah, then it, uh, then that is a pretty clear illustration of, of how the game is meant to work. And the thing I think about is Tetris, right? Mm. Tetris has no true ending. Oh, didn't that kid just... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... there's, there's a technical ending. Yeah. There's an ending where the game breaks. Um, but, like, there, it wasn't designed to end, mm. right? Mm. It was designed to go as far as you could go. But they had a leaderboard that had high scores. Yeah. Like, it was, it was like, see how far you can go. And it's a very, very old school style yeah. Of, yeah. of game design. But the important thing is there that there was a high score. There is a benchmark for you to try to reach and, and exceed, mm. even if it was set by yourself. Whereas if you don't have that element, if there's nothing there tracking your progress for you to track your next run against, mm. I think it's a very, it's a less satisfying experience. Now for a game without a leaderboard, I think that is the end, right? Like the end is the thing you're, you're judging your skill against is, have I beaten it? No, then I should keep going. I don't think I have whatever that is. Interesting. Like, Interesting. I, I, when I think I will beat a game, when I think my character has gotten to the point where I will beat the game, yeah. that's usually the point where I stop playing. 
Because yeah. I don't I don't want to do that bit. Because the game will end? Like I, yeah, and I've like I've already got my character to the point where it can do it. So the next step is just doing it, which doesn't feel as rewarding to me. Do you play narrative heavy games? No, not really. Mm, maybe not really at all. Um, and That's the cool. ones I do, I skip a lot of the dialogue in a lot of the time. <laughs> cool. Oh boy! Sorry, as someone who wrote yeah. a lot of dialogue, it's you and everyone else. So I, I, I can make it just slightly worse. Oh, no. I will play like through. Oh, I've played a lot, a lot of Pee-wee, right? Uh-huh. Most most of that I was oh, listening no. to audiobooks. Oh, no. <laughs> a different story. I think well, I Nick, you got to write an audiobook for uh. Paul Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, can we just cut and paste the POE script into an audiobook? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the funny thing is I would listen to that. Uh, I'm sure you would. You would probably, you would listen. <laughs> I straight up listen to like mm. lit RPG adventures. Yeah. Would, would you listen to like poe lore videos while playing poe but you wouldn't listen to the no, lore it's, it's in the game be, it's got to be presented as like just a, a straight running story okay i'll have you know i've written some pretty dang funny dialogue for poe that you should listen to but i believe you you should you should le- listen to heist because there's some heist is, heist is uh, your like crown picked up of glory on, isn't it i a lot think of stuff i think heist. i had some sorry i've probably heard a lot of the stuff in heist good you freaking better have um <laughs> I, I, some of my favorite character dialogue isn't, isn't heist. I, I really liked, we, I mean, that was when we introduced conversations as a, as a thing we could mm. do when characters talking back and forth. And I spent a long time trying to get the timings between characters feeling right. Mm. Um, because they were often recorded in isolation. It was during COVID. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, this is one person talking to themselves for two or three hours. Um, and then weeks later someone else talking to themselves for two or three hours mm. and then having to splice that dialogue together to feel like a natural conversation um and there's some awkwardness in there for some of them but a lot of it feels kind of natural mm. um anyway i'm far more okay with that kind of like side story than trying to pay attention to a lot of main story mm. why what what do you think is the difference for you? No idea. I, I hadn't thought about it until you said, like, heist, which I I spent one league being like, heist is just going to be my goal. Yeah. I want to do a lot of it. And, and did you did you listen to the characters when they're talking to each other, or did you just kind of get on with uh, the all, all of the talking to each other. The thing is, they're doing it in voice lines while you're playing, for the most part. Mm. Yes, but that, they also do it at the start. When you're setting up a like um, a grand heist, yep, and they do it uh, when you're first entering the building, yeah, and they also do it when you're leaving the building. I think I think part of it is just to do with time, because mm. um, that that time's not wasted, right? Like yep. you're engaging with the thing, yeah, they're talking along as you're going, yes. so you're not spending time like stopping playing to no, reading a window, engage with story or yep. watch a di- watch a cutscene or. Yep. I I get it. Like you don't want to go in town and talk to all the NPCs because it means standing there for 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now let me put this out there. What if the game is that? What if the game is um, you're trying to solve a murder mystery? Yep. Didn't you play, uh, what was that? Um, Oh, Jesus. Uh, Disco. Disco Elysium. Yeah, which is all talk. just dialogue, right? And that was fine. And did you finish it? I enjoyed the shit out of that. No, I didn't. Interesting. Why? Uh, I don't remember. What was the last game you beat? And it can't be PoE. 
Uh, I feel like there was something sim- somewhat recently. Uh, do you remember how far, how long ago? Which uh, I, I feel like we had the same conversation like three months ago, maybe, and I... And it was the same game? Well, we have talked about like... Yeah, there was yeah. a game that I'd beaten relatively recently when we talked about it. Um, Did you finish um, Cold of the Lamb? Yeah. Yeah, I've beaten mm. that game twice. Mm, okay. Um, and why? why what's, what made that different? I guess my question... Well, what, the, it was the, just the, that it finished while I was still playing it. Okay. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> I was playing it and it's then it ended? <laughs> yeah. Well, pretty much. But that is... So that it's is a, similar a, to what you're suggesting where it's like, oh, you've got these 10 levels... And your goal is to get as deep as possible, and then the game just finishes when you're at ten, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." Well, and ha- and having said that, I actually beat the final boss in um, Tiny Rogues like this morning. Yeah, mm. and you get to so play I, some more. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's got a lot of. There's lots know, of reason to come back. It, yeah, yeah. yeah it, 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 I, I, keep going. I get it. It's like Rogue, it, it, so, is very different. Yeah, like so much of this depends on how fun, like actual, yeah, minute to minute. Gameplay. Game so, yep. you know, it sounds to me like you're the kind of, kind of player who will play until the core gameplay loop uh, kind of runs its course, and yep. then you will put it down, and you won't. It doesn't matter if the story is complete or not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I find that I, interesting. I sometimes there's games that I would be quite happy to keep playing, but I just yep. haven't gone back to as well. It's not like so. Uh, I wonder if uh, you you okay. You never beat Breath of the Wild, did you? No. Which is interesting to me because that's also a game where there's like lots of there's, the core gameplay mechanic is pre- kind of broad. Yeah. You can go and you can do lots of different things. I think I did all the puzzles, all the shrines. Yeah, I like the shrines. Yeah, I did. I did all the. But shrines. then you never decided. I'll just I'll just kill Ganon real quick. Nah, there was the. I started doing the castle. There's the four dudes you got to kill first or something. Yeah. Uh, I killed one of those. It was super easy. And I was like, okay, I'm done. Interesting. You could have gone really? straight to Ganon at any, at any point and finished the game. Yeah, but it, wanted, it told me that there was four things to kill before <laughs> yeah, doing Yeah, but you didn't it. have to do them. Well, I didn't. <laughs> you also didn't do <laughs> I, I get, I think I get what you uh, are talking about with Breath of the Wild because I put off killing Ganon yeah. for ages because I was enjoying the game so much. Yeah, yeah. I did the same thing. But I think, uh, so it's interesting that even when there's the option to, say, shortcut the gameplay loop when you're tired of it, or to complete all the gameplay elements that you really enjoy, and then finish the game, mm. you still didn't finish the game. I beat all the shrines. Yeah, but you didn't begin. No, but I beat all the shrines. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's what I'm saying. See, but that's, a, that's, a, that's, a self, <laughs> that's a self-set win condition. Yeah. yeah. In, I just find that, I find that fascinating. Look, other games I haven't beaten. It, um, and let me ask you: Is have you do you have you played many JRPGs? Yes, uh, a lot more when I was younger, though. Yeah. Um, now those uh, I'm playing through a JRPG right now. I'm playing through Persona Five. Hmm. Um, it's been quite a while since I played a, like a tr- like a, a sto- traditional story driven JRPG. Yep. In this vein, and my God, there's a lot of story. Mm. Yep. Um, and I'm enjoying it. But um, put it this way, uh, I'm 38 hours in, 
and they are still introducing new gameplay mechanics. <laughs> they are... So uh, there's multiple versions of that game, though, right? Yeah, there's two, I think. And then there's, like, a bunch of spinoffs. Okay. Um, there's, like, Persona 5, and there's Persona 5 Royal, which is what I'm playing. And then there's, like, a tactics, turn-based tactics version, I think. Oh. And there might be, like, a real-time okay. combat one. I don't know. There's, like, a, there's like several spinoffs. Um, this game, I think I was about three or four hours in and i had had two battles <laughs> um the wow what i find interesting about this game um is unlike um most other games so for example where blake was talking about he wants to have an overarching goal and he's sort of discovering that as he's going he's discovering that he likes to have something to yep. work towards yep um this game does not actually have that but it has at least for the first 30 hours, which is what I can find <laughs> yeah. so far, is a sequence of smaller goals. Okay. And this they, they kind of stitch the goals together so that by the time you're finishing mm. one, the next one's starting to sort of creep into view. See, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm cool yeah, with so that. Yeah, so am I. Um, because um, I've been playing a lot of Valheim. Yeah. That is essentially that. Yeah. There's uh, bosses... Every step of the way to, yep. to but there's um, no overarching boss you're trying to get to. No, no, at least not that you know that I know of now. Yeah, you know, uh, it's just like uh, okay, first boss, this snag boss, you 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 know prepare for that. Yeah, that unlocks the location of the next boss. You beat that, that unlocks the location of the next, and and so on. You mm. know, so there's it's just like step after step. Here's the other thing about Persona Five is you have very little freedom. And what you're actually going to do? Oh yeah, to do. it's on rails. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's JRPG. It's, it's not quite on rails. What it's what it's it, what's interesting about it is, uh, and I think if you had played other Persona games, which I hadn't, mm. you'd probably be like, yeah, duh. Obviously, this is how the whole series works. Mm -hmm. But it is. Um, it, it takes Kate. The, the game takes place over days and weeks and yeah. months, and every day you have basically a number of slots for activities. Mm. Like you've got. Um, in the morning, it's usually the morning is taken up by school. Then you have the after school slot where you can do something, and then you can you have the evening slot mm. where you can do something, and then the next day rolls over. It's a time management game. It, it is a time yeah. management game, and much of the time is already taken up by things that, by virtue of you being a teenager, you are obligated to do. Mm. <laughs> like go to school. Yes, go to yeah, school. Yeah. Um, and then can you not go to school? Not as far as I can tell. Okay. Not yet, anyway. You know, again, I'm only 38 hours yeah. in, <laughs> and, they're, and they're still introducing new mechanics. Yeah. Um, but uh, the the what I find interesting about this is they also have these these major like what I'd call content set pieces, uh, like these things, big sort of overarching goals. These uh, things that you're working towards in in chunks um, are on a schedule, and the mm. schedule is hidden to you. But like on, on like the 30th of June. This event will start, mm. and you have until like the twentieth uh, of July to yeah. like finish it. And you you know that you you know that when it starts, uh, like okay. it'll be like. But you don't know when it's going to start. Correct. Right. It's like you meet this character, and this character turns out to be a real butthole, mm. and uh, uh, he's uh, gonna you know shoot your dog in yep. twenty days. A bad example because that doesn't <laughs> happen in the game. Mm. But um, uh. And then you have, like, this 20-day countdown timer. And it's like, you have to beat this thing within 20 days or it's basically game over. Yep. And then if you do it, you can do it within a day or two, usually. And then you have a bunch of sort of spare time to kind of do what you want to some degree, but there's going to be some scripted events. Mm. And uh, and then a short while after that, 
time frame ends there's like a, a big chunk of story usually and then the next block of content starts mm. but it's all sort of metered out mm-hmm. and i find that really interesting it's the game pace is so clearly set by the game creator mm. the other thing i find interesting about this is um so in an open world game morality is kind of up to you often right you can be yeah. awesome you can you can be friendly you can say nice things to people you can help them you can also be a jerk. You can say awful thing. You can ruin their lives. You yep. kill them, whatever else. In this game, they have a kind of system. It's not quite morality, but it's like you can build friendships with characters. Mm-hmm. And the friendships that you build, it's it's driven by the dialogue choices you make and the gifts you give them. And um, that's an interesting peer, in like interesting sight into the author or the creator's brain of how they view morality and how they view relationships. Mm. And I find that very interesting. Because it's not something you get in open world games. It's very, it's like the difference between, I guess, um, uh, yeah, I guess like an open world game and and an author's film mm. where they are telling you a story they want to tell you. Yeah. But you are, you have a level of control. It's just yeah. you're only rewarded for making the choices they want you to make. Right. <laughs> I see. Does that make sense? Yeah. So there's no like, uh, like like I was suggesting, you can't not go to school and then have consequences for that. It's right. like you it's go like to you, school. You go to school, and then also if you say this, if you say the nice thing to the, to the, to the old man, mm. uh, the old man likes you more. Yeah. And if you don't say the nice thing to the old man, the old man doesn't like you more. Mm. Um, and what that nice thing is is determined by the author. Ah, uh, I see. Right. Yeah. It could be that the thing you, you think is the nice thing to say is not what the author thinks is the right. nice thing. Yeah. 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 Um. And I find yeah, that okay. I find that, <laughs> that interesting. Yeah, that mm. is interesting because you're again, <laughs> it's 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 getting the author's viewpoint yeah. on how social interaction works. Is, the, but also, the author is probably making characters with the characters having different wants to what correct. the author wants. Correct. Um, and on top of that, there's a few layers that make this a little bit more difficult. Which is one, it is translated from Japanese. Mm. Yeah. So. Uh, there's customs not, that you're, you're not aware of, like well, giving this gift to an old man. Actually, that's super offensive. There's, there's, yeah. There's, yeah, there's, there's so, there, look, Japanese culture is uh, extremely prevalent in this game. It is it is the most Japanese game I've ever played. Yeah. Um, for good and bad. Like, there's weird sexualization of, of like, schoolgirls. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> right? Um, but also really, really interesting insight into Japanese culture and, yeah. and like honorifics. Like <laughs> it's it's really weird when mm. you, they're what characters like you can call me by my first name and like oh, I can. That's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. So nice. Yeah. You got yeah. She's, <laughs> she's not stuck up at all. Yeah, it's like you have to. It's like you have to know uh, a little bit about Japanese culture yes. to realize why that's a big deal. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but then on top of that, you'd all, it's not, also not 100% clear how much of this is correctly translated, mm. right? Because mm. there's the level of, yeah, Japanese culture is different to our culture, whatever it is. Um, but then there's also, this has been translated by someone possibly Japanese, mm. possibly not Japanese. Yeah. Um, and and the choice of language they are using is going to influence the meaning. Yeah. I think so, these days, uh, like, uh, what's it called? Localization. Uh like they work really close with the actual developer. They, do. they don't yes. just. It's not like in the eighties and nineties when it was like, 
here, just send this over to the West and in isolation, they <laughs> yeah. can just... Or, or, or they would hire someone who who's like, oh yeah, actually my grandson knows a little English. Yeah. We'll just, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll or the, you're downloading a ROM and it's just like some dude who like might know the yeah. language has yeah. somewhat yeah. translated yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like localization is taken into account when um, companies, especially like in, in Japan, when it's, it's made for a global audience. Yeah. Uh, so like localization is definitely part of the the, the um, development. I yeah. don't think you need to worry too much about like like uh, you're, that, you're probably you know? right. But then like for example, there's a character in in the game that is like an artist, and what I was gathering from context clues from other characters talking about this character mm. is he's meant to feel weird and artsy fartsy. And kind of out there. Yeah. And maybe not entirely sure what's going on most of the time. Because he's just kind of not really focused on it. Yeah. But the way the actual character speaks mm. doesn't come across. Uh, I see. Yeah. And so there is, there is a, right. bit a, there's a bit of a Some disconnect. Some nuance is lost. Mm. And part of that can be that like the choice of words makes a difference. Right? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm talking, if I'm saying like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I, I kind of do it anyway. But um <laughs> You know, you, you might get a sense of ditziness mm. or uh, airheadedness, whatever it is, uh, which if the translator is not taking those into account, doesn't come across. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, my point is this game is very interesting mm. from both the pacing and storytelling and cultural perspective. Um, it's also really, really, really freaking long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like how we got into this. You haven't actually talked about any of the combat in it. <laughs> Okay, so it's turn-based combat. It's kind of a, uh, a weird kind of monster collecting game, sort of. Yep. Because you're you can kind of capture personas. Personas are um, manifestations of personality that will fight for you. In they're like a stand. Yes. <laughs> yes. I I I don't know. I I know what that's from. I've never seen it. Um, <laughs> but my my first thought when I was playing it was like, yeah, this is a stand. Yeah. From, from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, yeah. Um, however, these only really exist within a person's cognition. Mm. So you are going to a parallel universe where what a person thinks of is what manifests. Mm. And your personality is a manifestation of your own... Your persona is your manifestation. Do the, manifestation but do the personas ever change? Because, uh, you know, if somebody uh, gains courage in the storyline, mm. doesn't mm. that mm. change their... Uh, nah, not yet. Okay. It might. I don't know. Again, I'm only 38 hours in. Uh, you're not even out of the tutorial I'm barely yet. T- uh, very exactly. <laughs> Genuinely, I think I've done three of the like they call them like palaces. Yeah, which are the sort of main content things. I think there might be ten. Okay. Oh boy. Oh man. Yeah. The thing is, it I is played a- this game, but I played it like when it first came out. Yeah. So I barely remember things. Do you play it all the way through? Uh no idea. Probably I actually not. suspect <laughs> I got really far through it though. It's it's really long. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, what? I played the one before Royal though. Persona Four or just Persona Five? Just Persona, Persona Five when it just first yeah. came out. Yeah. Persona um, Five Royal is longer. Yeah. They've added new characters and maybe like a third tr- semester or something like that to the school okay. year. I don't know, but um, even the base Persona Five I think is very long, like eighty to one hundred and twenty hours, something like that. So it's it's a long game. I know it's one of the games um, that I played when I got sick. Because mm. uh, usually if I get sick, I just play a game until I'm not sick anymore. Yeah. Because 
feeling second that's your, end, that's your end goal. Yeah. That's, that, that's your win condition. That's your, that. that's your, yeah. that's, that's the thing that drives you. It's a great way to like actually sink like a lot of time into yeah. a game though, because you it can't is, do yeah, anything yeah. else. Yeah. But then you also have no memory of it because you're like high on cough medicine or whatever. Right. <laughs> like, I don't remember stuff anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, we've been playing Power World. Yep. Should we talk about that? Yeah. Have you played any Power World? I have not. Oh, man. Do you I... want to? Uh, I like the idea of it, but I don't have time at the moment. Yeah. The... It we does... definitely considered it, but... It's got some real time sync elements to we, it. We've yeah. been playing... Yeah. Like, it's a what, survival uh, game, right? Yeah. So, we've been playing like an hour and a half to two hours at a time. Yeah. Every, I don't know. Two nights. Two nights, a couple nights a week. I mean, I have a solo game as well, and I'm sure you do as well. Uh, I do as well, but like, it's funny that like I'm, I'm actually hesitant to... Mm. play any more in the solo game because i kind of want to you don't want to burn out and well i, I want to experience with people mm. you know discover things but like everyone else is playing in their solo games and i'm like oh yeah i'm way past here in my solo game so <laughs> maybe i'll just be like ah, whatever i i think it's just myself and jake that have really gone far i thought eleanor far. went further uh, i don't know how she has been playing a solo game yeah but i don't know how far she's okay gone. yeah um so uh, well, actually, before we get into the meat of it, um, Jake suggested a, a game mode that I find this very is, interesting. Uh, friend of the podcast, yes, uh, he's been on been on uh, the D and D podcast yep. that we've had. Yeah, um, he suggested. Uh, well, he 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 talked about when he first played. They had a server where everyone started in a different location, mm-hmm. and it was uh, PvP basically. Um, uh, n- not exactly. Not PvP. Was it? I, no. I, I do remember talking about we, we, it could be PvP. I think we talked about it. There is the potential to destroy other people's bases. Yeah. But I don't think that there were, that's how it oh, was. Okay. Playing. I was thinking about this quite a lot. And like, I would be very interested to play a game where, yeah, you start in different locations. There is PvP. And you could just, you could attack other people's bases. Mm. But uh, I would suggest you'd have to schedule the attack. That you know what I mean? Have you played Fee Rising? Yeah, that's how they do it. Oh, really? If, if P- PvP and V Rising. I, I never got to that point in V Rising. PvP and V Rising, or maybe this is specific to servers. I don't know. But yeah. There's like a window of time when PvP, like uh, castle versus castle, basically is yeah. enabled when you can uh, go and destroy other people's yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of how they get around the uh, yeah. requirement of feeling like you have to be is on that, the server all the time. Is that like? Uh, a, a timed like that server wide thing. Yes, like oh, okay. between between eight and, and <laughs> yeah. ten on. Basically, on what I'm like suggesting that. is uh, we have a Discord and Jake and I'm like, hey Jake, I'm going to raid your thing at this time uh, tomorrow. Is that good for you? <laughs> <laughs> that I challenge sounds... you to a duel. I'll be yeah, honest. like that sounds terrible. <laughs> um, uh, he- here's the thing about PvP in a game like that. Have you ever seen a wild pal walk into your base? Yeah. What happens? I mean, nothing. I'm shaking my head right no, now. No, nothing happens. That's completely incredible. Unless you attack them and then everything attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's more what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So, so imagine you going up to Jake's base. Yeah. You've got your five pals. Yeah. He's got 15. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I... I <laughs> I get it. Uh-huh. I 100% get it. Uh-huh. But perhaps my goal is to just go in there and like steal some shit and then leave. I don't know. 
Uh-huh. I don't know. There's something there. All I'm saying, there's something there. <laughs> there's going to be PvP in that game. Yeah. They've talked about it a little bit. It's going to be arena style oh, PvP okay. where like yeah. you you throw your pal in the arena. I you might even have manual control. Like mm. you might be flying around on their backs or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't I don't know the specifics, but my understanding is it's going to be more isolated and well, um, Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, yeah, but it's real time. You might be in there as well. Mm. I mean, we've done a boss battle yeah, where you're running like around and you can blast yeah. your opponent in the face yeah. with arrows or whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, should we talk about the, like what the actual <laughs> game is? <laughs> I mean, my suspicion is, for listeners, you've probably heard of Power World. It's like the hottest selling game in quite a while. It's, it's open world Pokemon the way open world Pokemon probably should have been done to some degree. Mm. It's got a lot of jank. <laughs> as well yeah. which is that i will say is the most true to pokemon element it's i mean look <laughs> early access right so yeah. it's it's fun um, there's uh i read i read today in fact that um so listeners this, this may already have been news um uh nintendo is probably going to move forward with some sort of lawsuit oh no now, I, I knew it was just a matter of time right i uh the the evidence i have seen is uh, bad for Power World. Like, mm. there was an artist who was taking the models from Power World. Yeah. And scaling them up and comparing them against models from Pokemon. And mm. they were same polygons in the same positions with some additions. Well, that's a problem. Yes. It, it looked it looked damning. It looked like someone had taken someone else's work and modified it. I mean, that's, that's an actual problem because just the, uh, like, pet owning thing shouldn't yeah. be a... No, there's tons of games problem. like that. Yeah, I mean, Digimon. Mm. Right, Monster Hunter. Yeah, there was an awesome game back in the PlayStation era called Jade Cocoon. I still think about. Mm. Do you ever heard of that one? No. That that was a, a really interesting one. You could yeah. fuse them together, and it had like this weird D, like DNA system Ooh, where cool. you get traits from both. That's fi- both fi- Persona Five have that as well. Fusion. You can fuse them, but they don't look the same. It's, it just makes. Oh, a new they, thing. they make a new thing. Oh. Um, this was like literally if you if you put a fish and a lizard together, you'd get something that kind of looks like <laughs> fish lizard thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it would take it would just kind of morph them together. Okay. Really interesting. Anyway, mm. um, uh, I this game has elements from a bunch of other games as well. Power mm. World. It's got. I mean, it's got every crafting game. In every there, every crafting know? trope. It's got um like collectibles, Breath yeah. of the Wild style. It's it, but they're lift lift monk effigies. Mm. It's got uh, hang gliders for Breath of the Wild, or um, uh, people keep citing uh, Fortnite as the hang glider game, but it's it's Breath of the Wild. It's Breath of the Wild. It's Breath yeah, of the Wild. Hang yeah. um, which is which the hang glider should now be a uh, just a uh, goes without saying feature of open every world open world. <laughs> it it really does. I mean, you know, I love talking about Breath of the Wild, yeah. but the way it feels to move through that world has changed the way people think about open world games. Mm. Well, I mean, Power World has the climbing on yes. every, every surface, yes. which uh, should also be just part of every uh, open world game, in my opinion. It is, is very interesting, the way that has has become yeah. a, a trait. You see um, that mountain? You can climb it. Yep. No way. <laughs> uh, I will say that, like, the AI in that game is real weird. In Power World, the way like it's it's hard to make pals fight the things you want them to fight. I have had success with um. You, uh, I mean, I I agree. Uh, once your pal is out, it, it like other than like attacking a thing yourself, mm-hmm. 
uh, I can't figure out how to just get your pal to attack. But yep. I, I've had success with like um, recalling the pal and then throwing them at the thing yep. I want to attack, and then they just auto attack. Yep. Like Pokemon style, where it's like go get them, and then yeah, you know, they just auto. It gets it gets weird. There there are settings you can have that's like you you have to attack my target that kind of thing. Mm. But like when you've got four wolves around you or whatever, and you don't want to mess around with the settings, it's kind of hard to get them to focus fire mm. or even just not get stuck behind a tree. Yeah, right. That's true. Yeah, um, yeah. I find that especially the later game when you start getting big pals. Oh yeah, uh, they become almost unusable mm. in dungeons, especially when there's like rocks. Yeah, they'll just get stuck in walls. They'll fall through walls. I mean, I. They'll, it's, I, it's bad. I was using a, I using like a very small pal, the yeah. like Firefox thing, um, and um, it would get stuck occasionally, and you just have to recall it every yeah. once in a while. Like, I find I find it easier to just not have them running around with you. Yep. And just like throw them when you want to actually use them. Yep. Um, I will say that like exploring the the world is is much bigger than I thought it would be. It's huge. It's ridiculous. really big. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. I think that the natural pal behaviors, if we're not talking about combat AI, mm. are interesting. You have pals that will like come down if you've defeated a pal. It's like it comes down to eat the pal's corpse. And I haven't seen that. You can lure <laughs> it down. A lot of the flying ones, yeah. or like wolves, or ah. like, like anything that looks like yeah, it could be were, carnivorous. Last time we were playing, you were talking about uh, seeing pals fighting other pals in the wild, and I've yeah. never seen that. Um, the the mammoth, I think they're called mammoth. Mammoth tusks or whatever yeah. they're called, the big green uh, mammoth mm. plant things will fight each other if there's two in the see, area. I've never ever seen oh, that. Oh, you'll see it. You'll see it. And a couple other pals will kind of have similar behaviors. Yeah. Um, wolves are, are predatory and they will fight like less predatory pals. Mm. Um, some pals will run away from you. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's like lots of interesting little behaviors. I think that's really cool. And they had some of this in like. Pokemon Arceus, Arceus, however you pronounce mm. that. Um, but Pokemon, that the Pokemon game, not seamless open world. Um, that, ga- that game was less stuff to explore. Yeah. Uh, it the the battling didn't feel kind of all that good. Yeah. Um, it, it was a lot more emphasis on like not harming the things you're trying to capture. And mm. <laughs> not in this game. Yeah. No, in this game, you kind of want to kill them. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot um, of killing. And Although like, when you kill them, they do look knocked out. Yeah, they don't yeah. actually look dead. Yeah, they flop around a lot. Yeah, um, and they do move like their tails will still move and stuff as if they're asleep. Yeah. But like you've just shot them with a gun in the face. Yeah, yeah. Also the guns. Let's talk about the guns. Oh yeah, there's guns in there. Why are there guns in there? I get why there's guns in there, but it seems like it's 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 a weird tech tree because it kind of goes like. Yeah. You're building with wood. Okay, you get some stone. Oh, while you're getting the stone, now you can give your lift monk a machine gun. Yeah, that's weird. I I saw that <laughs> and like, was oh, like, okay. I just I never, I never um because as you're progressing through, you unlock these things like they're they're basically skill trees that yeah. you you click on and unlock the the things. Um, I never got the. Tendons and oh, things. Just a ambulance going by. I'm just gonna clap. You can cut this out. Try again. No, that's good. Uh, yeah. So, what was I saying? <laughs> you're going through the tech tree. Yeah, you're going through the tech tree, and uh, I saw that you could give your your monkey a a gun. Yeah. I never clicked. I never actually got that that um tech because no. I just assumed, oh, I'd have to build a gun, and I don't have access no. to guns yet. Because you can just give them a gun. Yeah. That's 
how and, do you build thing, it? The thing, well, the thing, it's it's a gun you're building for them. Oh, so it's like it's, not it's a normal. It's like the call. You know, how you can get a collar for your daydream. That yeah, yeah, your daydream yeah. Out. It's, but it's a gun, and I don't. I can't make a gun for myself, but I can make one for this monkey. That's exactly what I'm saying. Is like, yeah, put that lower down on the on the tree. The thing is, later on, you can build a gun for yourself. Yeah, I know. But you can build a gun for your lift monk almost immediately. That's so weird. And um, uh, you should be able maybe to they there. use easier guns. <laughs> well, easier to make guns. Yeah, they're all made of wood, with sticks, and wood. Yeah, like that's that's so with there is there <laughs> sticks is and stones. There is stuff on the tech tree that I think Shoot your bones. <laughs> <laughs> There is stuff on the tech tree that I think should get shuffled around, like the um, the bird saddle. You, I think you hey, unlock flying. Hey, don't you dare. Just get rid of that. No. I reckon you unlock flying way too early, and it <laughs> it it negates a lot of the fun of running around. Uh, having run around a lot, yeah. Like moving through that game is the worst part of that game. I, if you've got a good pal to ride on, if you get one of those wolves and saddle that up, my god, they're so fast. Okay, so what's the problem with having a slow flying pal? Because flying, you just go from point A to point B, and you don't experience all the ins and outs and intricate little interesting Hard things on the ground. Skipping the world, you, you skip the world. You don't really skip the world. You, you do. It means you can go up a little easier, which is good. Put that climbing in that game is terrible. Get that down on the get, the, get the, that later on the skill. The tree. base amount of stamina mm. is virtually nothing. Yeah, for you to be able to climb anything. Beyond like a, a a small rock, that, you have to up, you have to double your stamina, which takes like ten levels. But that's why it's such. A and then and then if you find out, hang on, if you find out you got a you can get a bird at the end of the game, not at the and, end. Well, that's what you're saying. You're not saying at the end. Even, even if you can get a bird in the middle of the game, yeah, fifteen levels in. Well, let's it's say still even, too let's say, say twenty five levels in. Yeah. Then you go. Ah, I wasted all my stamina points. Like I I put all these points in something I don't need. And well, doesn't doesn't the um doesn't the stamina uh like you use stamina to fly? Your pet uses stamina to fly. Oh, really? Yes. I've been putting points into stamina because I thought that boosted my pet's stamina. Nope. Well, that's annoying. They should change. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will say that uh, you get better flying pets. Yeah, so for like sure. The flying pet I have like, now. I, it's it, slow. It's slow. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. go very high. Yeah. It doesn't go very fast. Um, it doesn't have much stamina. Yeah, I, I I get it. Like, and I've been using it, and basically, I I basically stopped using it to as my main transport because it was so slow, and I really just then used. What it. are you complaining about? I really just started using it to like to scale upwards. Yeah. Oh, you so you found the reason it exists? Uh, yeah. Okay. Fine. Maybe we. <laughs> maybe, that, maybe, maybe that's fine then. Okay. Maybe that's fine. <laughs> also, uh, I just want to mention, um, in our uh, multiplayer game, you have been mocking everyone for uh, not having a saddle yet not unlocking it a bunch of us have the bird we're just waiting to get the levels i have found out that nick could have crafted us the saddle yeah no you know what asked me to i could have crafted you a saddle no problem unbelievable i didn't even know holding all the saddles for yourself hey, i didn't even know you had a bird and nobody even asked me if they if they wanted a flyer they, you know, you i had never... a bird you helped me catch it i don't remember that you said, hey, Blake, do you want a bird? And I was like, it. yeah. And I ran over and caught it right ah, in front of you. doesn't sound like me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe it. Um, it's, it's pretty fun, though. It is. I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. And um, there's, a, there's a lot of things in that game that I would like to see in other uh, survival games. Like what? So, Pokemon? 
Pokemon. Specifically working Pokemon? Like yeah, like, like that's the thing. is like putting them to work. <laughs> like we talked about, we've talked about pet battles and all that. Yeah. But putting them to work in your base is like the coolest thing. Automation. Automation, basically. yeah. And because I've played a lot of, um, I played a lot of survival games. And what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like Valheim I'm playing right wow. now. Playing Valheim right now with my friends. And uh, after playing Power World, I went in Valheim and I went to craft something. And I was like, I can't just walk away from this bench and have yeah. and have a pal, you know, build it for me. <laughs> you know, I can't just like set up a bunch of stuff building and then walk away. You know, yeah. I can't set uh, something to uh, to go uh, mine trees Actually, for me or mm. or mine stone or ore or anything. Let me let me just say then uh, because I think this you touched, touched on something that I think bothers me in uh, survival games. Mm. Crafting bars, mm-hmm. you, you, there, are, there are two kinds of time sink, and you should only choose one. The first kind of time sink is the crafting bar, mm-hmm. which is you sit there at the table, and the thing has to build. That sucks. Um, the other kind of time sink is getting the materials. That is your time sink. If you're mm. building a survival game, and it takes you have to get 50 wood and 100 stone to build, yep. and then that's going to take a player 5, 10 minutes, whatever it is. Mm. That's your time sink. They should not then have to spend two minutes holding down a button to watch oh. a thing build. That is not fun gameplay. Yeah. It Does doesn't it serve a purpose. change it if you add a way to automate that later so that you've paid the cost of knowing how awful it was to do it manually and then you... That's that's why Power World... That's the thing we're yeah, talking about. Okay. Like Power World lets you automate that. Now, yep. the thing is, some things in Power World take a really long time to build, mm. like five, ten minutes yep. of if you were just holding down the F button or whatever. But you can have pals build that for you. Mm. And those things are usually late in the game. Whereas early game stuff takes five, ten seconds to build. That's yeah. an acceptable amount of time to make you quote unquote feel the weight of mm. like your action. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. If if I'm if I'm getting ten wood and ten stone and it takes me ten seconds to build something, cool. That's fine. But if you're gonna ask a player to uh sink twenty minutes of material farming in and then you're like also three minutes of building, no. Mm. that's not good <laughs> that's bad game design don't do that unless there's automation and it's like cool now i've set it up i can go and do a thing yeah while i'm waiting for this yeah game. it's it it's great and i didn't it's something i didn't realize i wanted like going out and adventuring and then coming back and being like oh now, great i've got all the resources my, my to, arrows to are ready yeah, yeah. Thing, whatever. do you play any of the like factory building games no but nick, those... nick did suggest yeah. those because that's all what they get those yeah. games are. yeah yeah there's a great one uh dyson sphere program and oh, it just yeah. had a massive update come out. Oh, okay. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but that's like you're essentially just trying to turn entire planets into factories, and oh, you're gonna neat. like you build the then Dyson you, then you get right? um, yeah yeah to harness more energy so you can do more stuff yeah yeah. There's like a Is leaderboard. There an end? There's a leaderboard of oh, how much okay. energy you're collecting, and people have like suns and suns and suns. Yeah. Converted oh, to Dyson Sphere. I, I might check that out. I because I've, I've heard oh, about actually, it. Actually, it does have an ending too. There's a there's an achievement. Uh, the very end thing on the tech tree uh. is like you win the game or something. Oh. Cool. <laughs> See, yeah. I'm into that. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's okay. a great game, by the way. Like, okay. really I might, good. Game. I might try that. I've I've honestly like I the last uh, couple of weeks I have gone mad with um, survival games. Just but, the last couple weeks. Huh? No, <laughs> yes, like seriously, because like, like I was, what were you over the before? holidays, uh, uh, Fabled Lands <laughs> and Victoria Three, which I haven't talked about. Okay, um, but anyway, uh, survival games. Like 
Yeah, I was. I started playing uh, Valheim. Yeah. Then we started playing Power World. Then I I checked out a little bit of Enshrouded. Now I'm playing a bit of um, Medieval Dynasties. Uh huh. Uh, and it's like I just feel like there are cool systems in all of them, but no one game kind of combines them all. Yeah. Like so. Um, uh, I think like how like Valheim has this really great uh, comfort system. Okay. That encourages you to build furniture mm. and decoration stuff because it adds yeah, to true. a comfort level, which gives you a buff that the the higher the comfort level, the longer the buff lasts. Mm. Um, and uh, Enshrouded has that, and I was like, "Great, this is cool. I can actually there's a point to decorating." Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Power World doesn't have that. Not that so I've you, seen, but I also have never built a decoration in my life. Yeah, well, exactly, because, there's, <laughs> because that's, that's the point. A, there's no reason yeah, to. There's yeah. no actual reason to. I did in my single-player game because yeah. I wanted to see if it did anything. It doesn't. Yeah. I just build a table, and it's got some fruit on it inside my house. Nothing. Can't eat the fruit? No. No, no. And survival games have, survival games have suffered from this sort of yeah. thing for a long time, where it's like they've got all these decorations. Oh, you can decorate every, you know, your thing, but then the thing is like, why bother? I think there's a, there is a type of player for whom decorations and making things look cool and pretty yes. is important, but I'm not that type of player, and so if you want me to engage with that system, there also needs to be a game mechanic. Yeah, if there's an incentive yeah, to do it. Yeah, and the funny thing is, when there is, you do actually spend the time, because yeah. you're not just going to place the decorations around yeah. wherever, because then it's like a mess and annoying. Yeah. Mm. So then you are going to still place them in the right places. Exactly. Like, I play still. The Sims. Yeah. I, yeah. My houses didn't look like absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. And there's, yeah, and there's that, and then the Power World has all the automation stuff. Yeah. And I played other games like uh, that uh, Conan Exiles game, mm-hmm. where it almost has a similar thing where you can recruit NPCs to your base yeah. who will work at workstations, but all they do is unlock um, higher tier mm. things. They don't automatically. Craft they don't you. automatically craft anything. They just unlock stuff, and you still have to like craft it. Now, let me put. Uh, Throw a scenario at you. If um, if you're playing Valheim, does Valheim have like build timers? Yes, they're they're all pretty quick though. Okay, they're like seconds. Okay. But but it it does have an annoying thing where you can't um you can't queue up a bunch of right. stuff. Right. You know what yeah. if what if you could either just, queue things up yeah or just things built instantly. Like, would that be a better game? I. I like, so I, I do like what you guys are saying, that you do feel the weight of yes. uh, the thing you're crafting by how long it takes. Yeah. Um, but, but that can that can happen, that could, that could be the difference between like two seconds and five seconds. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like, it doesn't need to be ten seconds and five minutes. No, no, mm. it, it doesn't. It, um, like, I, I'm, I'm cool with that, that it, it, there is like a bit of a timer on it. Yeah. Um, and if you can queue it up, that's great. But Power World has really made me realize I would like to be able to have an NPC build it. Yeah. Because then I, in survival games, you often want to do so much at one time. You know, I've got so much to do. I've got to smelt this, build like yep. build this thing, do it, go over here, do this, do that. Uh, if you can just queue those up and have NPCs do them while you're also focusing on other things, so, that just seems better to me. I agree, except... Let's say there's a thematic reason why you can't have lots of people around. Like, yeah. It is a game where you've, let's say you've crash landed on a planet. Sure. Does this sound familiar? 
what like uh no man's sky what <laughs> yeah. are we um you and, right? uh you can't Here, oh here's here's something though no man's sky it does have automation because you can set up stuff to build to like smelt yes uh and then you just walk away from it and it just runs by itself yep um but what's great great point so so that has automation but mm. you could also i think you can have a scenario where it is uh inst- instantly builds or nearly instantly builds mm. um and you still get that the satisfaction of doing like things instantly or like the, of 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 collection like you spent half an hour collecting materials yeah. and you still have it feel i impressive there is there is that thing though of uh you can get to a point where like um getting the materials is too much of a slog and yes. can put you off. And yep. and using that as like to make you feel the weight of how important this item is, I don't think that's satisfying. Because it's just too much of a slog. What if it's but what if it's about cubing those materials up? Right? It's about uh I need to build I have to build a rocket off of this ship. Yeah. Uh off of this planet, whatever. Yeah. Um, and my materials materials nearby are wood yeah. and stone and dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can process the wood into something better. I can process I the mean, dirt. I mean, yeah, I know. I, you're talking about, um, what is it? Uh, Factorio? I don't know. I think that's Factorio, <laughs> isn't it? Maybe. I haven't played Factorio. Factorio does have your, something Your like goal that. is to sure. uh, repair your ship and blast off. Okay. And you basically build a giant, like, Factor, factory, factory to, to do process it. Process and refine. Yeah, yeah. But that's, so, yeah, it's about... Um, and so it's it's incremental. It's mm. not I have to build five hundred thousand. Yeah, drop down yeah. five hundred thousand trees. It's, I have to drop down fifty trees. Yeah, hundred. I mean that's that's fine <laughs> because because that's a that's a like actual game. That's the actual game. Yeah, is is doing these production lines. Yeah, uh, that are incrementally. You 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 cut down the trees to build the thing to build the other thing to yeah. build the other thing and then you can finally build your actual end goal and take off yep. that that's cool but what i don't want is you know cut down 50 trees to build this thing that it builds instantly i i, I would rather cut down 20 trees and click on a thing for a little bit longer but what if you don't even have to click on it for i, I guess the different what i don't want to have to do is wait around and be holding down a button no i don't want that yeah. either if, if it takes five minutes if i plunk it down and i can't use it for five minutes yeah that's a different yeah yeah which is particularly fine. if it's going through different machines yeah, different yeah steps yeah. happening yeah like that that's all good i think i think that needs to take time yeah i do feel like we all agree on the same thing here. We're basically <laughs> like, saying the same thing. yeah <laughs> we don't we don't want to have to wait for a progress timer to fill and we have to stand there yeah you don't want to be standing yeah. there yeah like Val- valheim uh valheim is very quick i i i swear it's like seconds and i think the longest thing i took was still just a few seconds mm. um but it's when you are queuing up a bunch of stuff at once like you're smelting iron and you just hit it hit it you click click right. click 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 right. to smelt and it's like two three seconds each one but you're yeah. doing it for i don't five know five, you know yeah, ages sucks. It's, yeah um yeah i don't know there's clearly very lots of room for improvement mm. in the survival genre i yeah i mean uh, Power World is just, I really, I did not realize how much I would enjoy just setting <laughs> stuff up to build and walking away. Yeah. And and coming back later and being like, oh, the saddle is done. Oh, I've got all these arrows. All these Power Balls are all yeah. done. Like, great. And then looking at my resources, going to build something, being like, oh, I need a bunch of wood. Look at my resources. Hey, there's, the Pals have collected, a bunch collected of so much wood. This is great. 
Yep. Yeah, it lets you do the fun thing. Yeah. There's also, I don't remember if Power World does this. I think it does, that uh, anything you've got in your storage, you can just auto-use that yes. thing. Yes. Like, um, Valheim doesn't have that, and it's maddening. Um, I think if Power World didn't have that, it would be unplayable. Yeah. Well, especially <laughs> the way uh, we've set up our base, because there's boxes everywhere, well, and who knows what's in any of them. Well, it's because of the way the PALs work, right? Yeah. They take resources, and they put them in any box. I think... Like, I assume it's the closest, right? I think it's meant to be the closest. But it's but not it's always. Not always the closest. <laughs> I think it's like, yeah, I honestly, I, I don't know how it works, but it doesn't work with, under any logic. No, I, I like, what you need to do is, um, uh, what you need, what it needs to be able to do is, is you need to be able to set a box to be like, this is the stone box. Yeah. And like, um, there's a uh, village management game called uh, Father's Frontier. Mm. And in that, you can set up storehouses, right? So the mm. villagers go to the closest storehouse. Mm. Uh, but you might not want certain resources at certain storehouses. Sure. So uh, all, all the accepted resources have like little ticks on yep. them at that storehouse. So you just untick everything un un except for the things that you want. And only those things go in there. Yep. Like Power Wheel just basically needs the same thing, but yeah. for, for boxes. Yeah, I, I mean, I, th I think the solution I would come up with is if there is a material in a box, a PAL will automatically go to that That would box. be good, yeah, yeah. Um, otherwise, it goes to the closest. Yeah. Um, the other thing I would like to do... But then is, there's the thing of, like, you're crafting away, do, 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 and it's pulling resources out yep. of that box. Suddenly, that box doesn't have... Then it goes to the closest Stones, and then it goes to just... So all you need is ca uh, conveyor belts with sorters. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're not going to play Factorio, Paul. <laughs> Dyson Sphere Program. Um, uh, the other thing I really don't like about Power World is how to manage the PALs in your base. So you can you can assign them to specific tasks, mm. but to do that, you have to pick them up and then target this task you want them to do and then throw them at that task. Oh, do you? That's hilarious. And um, and the thing about that is PALs will run away. Mm. They will... The, the, the like ability to pick up a PAL seems wonky at best. Yeah. Um, and I've not encountered that. I've always just let them auto-do... Yeah. yeah, well, it's because at our level, it doesn't really matter that much. Oh, but, but later on. But later want... on, when you want to build, say, 400 carbon yeah. fiber. Now we're getting into, now <laughs> Now we are actually getting into a village management game where you want to yeah. set job. you want specific jobs for specific yeah. uh, pals. It, but it, by default, they will flit around to Yeah, they do jobs. whatever. Yeah, And uh, that sucks. Yeah. I want to be able to see, like, your job for now is you're you're on this conveyor belt. Yeah. You're gonna go. Yeah. You're gonna make pal spheres. I mean that's, that's going to take weeks, yeah. and that's all you're doing. Because you're my slave. I've captured you in your mind now. Yep. I own you. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I've been playing a game called Medieval Dynasties recently. Yeah. Um, and I got I got into this because of Pal World and the base building stuff and all the stuff that you are complaining about in Pal World. This just does because it's like half a. Half a uh, survival game and then half a village management game. Mm. And so you are recruiting people to your village and setting them specific tasks in specific buildings that you've built to say, you are mining this and that's all they'll ever do. Yeah. You can tell them to, you, you can, there's, you know, a building might have the ability to collect a number of different resources and you tell them how much of their time will be spent collecting these different resources. Mm, that's cool. Um, and currently, uh, you have to build everything yourself, which is the biggest pain. But now that I've got like logging set up and stone collecting and and, you just and wander all that, around and build stuff, yeah, I just wander around and build stuff. Um, 
But later on, you get a uh, uh, builder's hut, mm-hmm. which then you can assign builders to, and then you can just set up a building, and they they'll build it for you. Nice. So it's like this. It's almost exactly like what is happening in Power World, yeah. Uh, but just organized, yeah, yeah. And it has the specific storage stuff that you're talking about, yeah. So there's like resource storage, food storage. Uh, I think that's actually all the storage. Um, yeah, that's all you need. It's all you really need. <laughs> yeah, it's all you need. But uh, yeah, they'll they'll only fill up in those specific things. Mm. You know? Yeah, that does sound good. Yeah. All right, we are well out of time. Um, let's talk more about all these games. More yep. in a couple of weeks. We got uh, some comments that I reckon we should just read them all okay. out. All real. This is from DJ Paragon. Do you know why we love FSG? That's us, Frenzy Gamer. You can uh, email frenzyquestions.com. Mm. You should do that. Um, they get one of the most brilliant and talented poses around, Camille, just to talk about Elden Ring for almost an hour. Awesome episode, guys. <laughs> P.S. Don't worry. I kind of exaggerated. They do end up talking about music. Yeah, we did. We did for the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was good. He was um, dying to talk to you about. He wanted uh, to talk Elden about Elden Ring so bad. No. I think if I had let him, that would have been only. Elden I was honestly thinking like, uh, I was starting to think like, geez, do we need to have him back so we can actually talk about this? His <laughs> <laughs> <I>, work. <laughs> look, here's all I'll say about Elden Ring for this episode. The you know the biggest toughest enemy in that game. The Nick, the oh, camera, the camera. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, uh, this is Amongolin. After listening to this podcast, my perception of yoga has changed forever. Thanks, Camille, and greetings from Poland. Um, Wiesemann says, "Shout out pizza question." There's a good come, a uh, good comeback of the yeah, pizza it's been question. A while. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been years since um, we've had that yeah. question. Fuwasan says, "I've been listening to this podcast for long enough to go from reheating pizza to eating it cold." You disgust me. Good on him. Nah, good listening. on him. Well Keep done. Listening, I uh, love you, but. Um, Warm up the pizza. And then Ayn <laughs> Hassad 711 says, I can't believe Camille microwaves yogurt. Neither can I. I will never get over it. I think it's the, the funniest thing with that, uh, with Camille being on. Uh, he's like fantastic composer. People love his work. All the comments are about yogurt. Yeah. And rightfully so. <laughs> no one mentioned anything about his work. It's all like <laughs> about the yogurt. His work speaks for itself. It does. And so does the fact that he might produce yeah. yogurt. All right. Uh, we love hearing from you, so please email frenziquestions.gmail.com or leave question, leave comments on our YouTube or Facebook or whatever. Yep. We love hearing from you guys. We often slash sometimes respond. And we'll be back in a couple weeks. Bye. I just, had, I just saw this comment about they get one of the most brilliant talented composers around just to talk about Elden Ring for a half hour. <laughs> yeah, no, so hey, good. we talked about microwaving yogurt. We did. <laughs> that's what all the other comments were about. <laughs> well, and and rightfully so. Yeah, because that is. I think it's so one funny. of the craziest things I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I, st- I still don't like. I wouldn't do it, but at the same time, being like, I don't want something to be fridge temperature, so I'm going to microwave it so that it's not quite fridge temperature anymore. I just. It seems fine. But next time you have yogurt, it's going to pass through your mind. Like, yeah. what if I microwave this? Yeah. But if you're like <laughs> sensitive teeth or something, like you might not want it to be like yeah. cold. You know what? Yeah. Hey, that's fine. That's, that's all fine and dandy. 
Just take it out of the fridge 15 minutes earlier. You do not need to microwave yeah, let it. I don't know let if you know 15 minutes in advance. Put it on your desk next to you for 15 minutes. You know, like you don't, mm. the microwave doesn't need to get involved in this. This is not, <laughs> this is not the microwave's job. You're making it That's the exactly problem. the microwave's job. No, 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 no. To no, add no, no. temperature to things that are too to, cold. To sensible things. You, you don't microwave yogurt. <laughs> I don't give a, I don't <laughs> care. It's like... I should have asked him if, um, like, if the coolness of the uh, yogurt, like, straight from the um, supermarket is the right temperature. Because those aren't... Those are slightly cool. They're not like yeah, they're fully not fridge, in a fridge. fridge you know, they're open and stuff, and it's like just a yeah. coldish shell. It's just a cold shell. I I'm wonder just if saying. that's his perfect setup. Maybe he just needs an open cold <laughs> shelf in his house for things he doesn't want. Fridge cold, but like slightly you cold. Know, I actually really like that as an idea. Is having a. I suppose you could just turn your fridge up too, because you can actually adjust them. Yeah, right? yeah, you can. Yeah, but then I mean. You're putting everything in the fridge. There's some things that, oh, you, you want them cold. You might you want, want room The fridge is there to prefer. Guys, you need to stop. You both need to stop. The fridge is there to pre- preserve food. If you want things warmer, you take it out of the fridge and you, you wait a little bit. Them. Yeah. No. I think we've established no. that. You stop it. You stop it. <laughs> Get a nice boiling. No, okay. You, 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 Look, if you you're, put if it you wouldn't put it If you wouldn't put it in the oven, it shouldn't go in the microwave. <laughs> micro- the oven heats in a like, very different way. It's not, I mean, not really. I mean, a little bit, sure. But like, if you wouldn't put it, my, my rule is if you wouldn't put it in the oven, you shouldn't put it in the what about What about putting in a pie warmer? That's like the cool. What are you talking about? Is but what is a pie shop. warmer? Keeps the pies warm. <laughs> what are you talking about? It keeps pies warm. What you, are you talking about? Have you never been to a dairy and seen a pie oh, warmer? Like where, where they sell the pies? Yeah. It's just an and oven. No, it's, it's not as hot as an oven. It's a pie warmer. What do you think an oven? An oven has a variable. You can adjust the temperature. Yeah, but you don't want to keep your oven on like low all okay, day okay, just okay, to store okay, yogurt. Okay, okay. If you if you take a pie out of a pie warmer, yeah. and you take a bite into it immediately. Yeah, is it gonna burn you? It oh, might depend. Then on it's how- an oven. Shit! I just I, I was watching a video on YouTube uh, <laughs> yesterday, and a dude was trying to make uh, he was trying to make vegan butter. Okay. And he had a, he's a Japanese guy. He had yeah. a Japanese microwave. Yeah. He turned it on to 30 degrees Celsius and what? just let it run. That's interesting. He, you, could, you could just set the, temper- set the temperature. Oh, no, it wasn't even 30. It was slightly under. He was trying to get things to be specifically room temperature. Now, that is a setting I'm on. Is it, is it just a Japanese thing or is it a new microwave thing? Because I, I don't know. There was, it wasn't an ad. And cheap and disgusting. Mm. It wasn't an ad for this thing, but I saw it and I was like, yeah. you can't do that. There's you not know, an option to just violation. <laughs> you know what? I am not surprised that Japan has uh, more advanced microwaves because their living spaces tiny. Yeah, are, yeah, tiny. are like famously small. Yep. Yeah. So you want, you know, you basically want an oven yeah. <laughs> microwave yeah. size. I don't think but I've how ever good would seen... that be for bread? You just set it to be like twenty. Bread seconds. microwaving your bread. What is happening with you two? <laughs> the dough for proofing. What? It's a straight up oven. It's an actual no, this microwave. This was a thing oven. that you could just set to, to twenty six degrees. <laughs> it might, but microwaves. It's a proofing drawer, but better. But no, mi- but no, mi- no, 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 no. The no, microwaves no, 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 cook no, no, no. things differently than yes. an oven. The way I don't think that would work for proofing because the way a microwave works is it is sending microwaves into a material, and the microwaves will only penetrate so far based on the type of the material. This thing was from the future. I swear. <laughs> It was just, it was choosing 26 degrees Maybe inside, it was, and it was just I mean, it, staying there. 
I don't know if I'm, I'm, I haven't seen I mean, anything I about it other this. than this one little clip, I want to see this. I'm interested in this. But, but like, I, the bottle wasn't melting. Don't microwave your I, mean, I, I don't I can't believe I have to say this. Don't microwave your dog. Don't microwave your yogurt. <laughs> Just no, guys. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> maybe Camille was onto something, eh? I, no, I reckon he is. Oh my god. Nick's maybe, living in the past. I yeah, can't believe I maybe, have to end maybe, the podcast. Maybe you're the crazy <laughs> one. Man. I can't believe we have to, I have to quit the podcast. What a shame. <laughs>